Welcome back to Beautifully Seasoned. Welcome back. I'm so glad you decided to tune in today. I want to talk to you on this Valentine's Day about living happily single. About living <clears throat> happily single. And yeah, you know what? It's, it's kind of odd to be talking about that on a day like today because we know that Valentine's Day is about love and couples and relationships. And it's about exhibiting this love and demonstrating love to each other. But who says that you can't still do that and be single? Who said that? Okay. Yes, you can. You can still be happily single and still celebrate Valentine's Day. And so one thing I want to know, you know what? I'm going to go with spiritual garden first because I'm ready. I'm ready to get to this, okay? But I'm going to share with you first um, Proverbs and Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 to 22. And it says, Dear friend, listen well to my words. Tune your ears to my voice. Keep my message in plain view at all times. Concentrate. Learn it by heart. Those who discover these words live, really live, body and soul. They're bursting with health. And he's talking about scripture. He's talking about God, God's scripture, the Bible, scriptures in the Bible, that you can take it and you're going to be bursting with health, spiritual health, that you're going to be able to deal with things that's in this life. And you know what? Think about this, though, too. Think about scriptures in, as being a guide to life. There's about it, scriptures about anything, anything that's happening to you, um, there's a scripture about it. And it kind of helps guide you through that. And then, of course, we know it's about your personal relationship with God, too. You know, so that's something personal that I encourage you to seek. Okay, so I have another scripture for your spiritual garden. And this scripture, I know I wrote it down. This scripture is from 1 Thessalonians, and that's chapter 5, verses 11. And here it goes. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. And so that is something that I'm trying to live by, just to be able to build people up to inspire them to bring them closer to the Lord in some type of way um, and that is a, that's something that I'm trying to do but I'm encouraging you that doing this Valentine's Day that maybe you can grab someone and you could build them up and if they're single or depressed and oh I don't have anyone and all of that then you could just make it into a fun time you could show them some love and say hey you got me I love you I'm talking to you we gonna have some fun to together whatever it takes okay so think about extending yourself to that person or to someone today as well okay and then I have another scripture for your spiritual garden and this is from Psalms chapter 94 verses 18 when I thought my foot is slipping your steadfast love O Lord held me up whoa the reason why I'm just feeling so I'm feeling so responsive with this scripture it's because we all slip up and we all feel some kind of way some of us are feeling this kind of way for valentine's day that man your word will slip me your love for me will hold me up 
your word for me will hold me up. And it just reminds me of the scripture. And I have it here on my wall. Psalms 139.14. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And I think that if we remind ourselves about that, we won't, this Valentine's Day won't be as difficult. It won't be. Because we have that, we know that God loves us. And our love is not contingent on a person. It's not contingent on a person. God's love is so large and so big that it's not contingent on a man or a woman or a personal relationship. Okay? So, yeah, think about that. I would like us to leave, uh, and I would like to leave you from this podcast and just embracing living happily right now in your singleness. And really, I mean really being happy. Okay, and being and feeling whole. And so that is my prayer for you today. Because you know what? The Valentine's Day, we're gonna see couples left and right. We're gonna see this all this explosion of love. But who says that could only be from a man or a woman? Now, before I start, I want to challenge you to do something today. If it's Valentine's Day that you're that you're listening to this, or if this is just another day, it's okay. I want you to get up, I want you to dress, and I want you to walk out your door intentionally deciding to show love today. I want you to leave showing love today. And if it's Valentine's Day, I want you to show love in some way. I want you to be the Valentine. I want you to be the Valentine for someone. So it could be a stranger that you're saying something nice to. It could be a co-worker. It could be a family member where you're going to just exude some type of loving vibe to them. And that people who see you is going to see love all around you. I want love to be on your mind today. I want you to be loved today. And so how about that? How about just transforming this whole mindset about it's Valentine's Day and that, oh, I don't have the significant other in my life. How about transforming that that I'm going to be loved today? I'm going to be loved today. I am loved today. When people see me, they're going to think of love today because I'm going to feel it. I'm going to exude it. I am going to talk it. I'm going to walk it. And so, yeah, I'm encouraging you to do that today. So as we move forward, I want to talk to you today about how to live happily single. Now, um, and like I said before, God's love is so large that we can't narrow it down to being only from a man or a woman. And I think that's very, very potent, that, that whole concept of God's love. And how do we know? He woke us up this morning. He's providing for us. You know, you're here another day. You have many things to be grateful for in your life. And so even though we want the romantic love, and don't get me wrong, we all want that. We all want that romantic love. But if we don't have it in that form, we have it in other ways too. There are other ways to love. Okay? So just think about that when we talk about living happily single and especially during this time during valentine's day okay um one thing i do want to really stress and i hear this a lot from some women 
and that is the thought of being lonely. And so I believe that loneliness is one of the words that it depends on what you think of lonely as being. Because you have some marriages and people in marriages who are lonely. And, and that's kind of sad to say, but they are lonely. Lonely is basically about a connection that you might have with someone, an intimate connection with them, or, you know, it, whether it could be in all forms, not just romantic forms. And so being lonely means you don't have that connection. And sometimes you can have a house full of people and not have a connection and really feel lonely and feel like you're not being understood. And so let's think about that. Being lonely. Now, being alone is another story. Now, you could even say, I'm never alone because God is with me. But if you don't have another physical person in your presence, how about sitting in that? It's okay. I had a friend tell me, you know what? I learned to be by myself. I learned to be alone. And alone as far as not having a human being around me. I learned to embrace that. And it's okay. I think a lot of times we resist it. And so we're looking for something to fill that up. We're looking for something or someone to be that person there. But sometimes it might be a season for you to be by yourself. It might be that season. And in that season, you might have a Valentine's Day that you are by yourself. And so it's okay. It's all right. It's not the end of the world. And it might not be forever. It just might be a season. And so I encourage you to just sit in it. It's okay. Sit in it. And you know what? I, I really like meditation. And of course, prayer. Take that time just to sit and think. And take that time sit and think. Turn the TV off. Or put on some really nice music. And just, just think sit and think okay think about dream fantasy whatever it is pray pray to the lord thank you for this day thank you for this opportunity of just to be here right here and right now and i think that that's something you have to evolve to do i think at first it's you're gonna feel awkward because of course we are creatures of 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 social creatures we want people around us it's okay that is being healthy but in the times that we have those in between times that we might not have that we have to embrace that because i think it does a lot to build your character it helps you to learn a little, a little bit more about you and you're not relying on other people to tell you about you now i want to share with you uh, a very bold move that I made uh, since I have been single and one of those bold moves was that I traveled alone and I've said this before in some of my other uh, podcast episodes but I had the opportunity to go to Hawaii and I really wanted to go um, and I thought about it a little bit and I'll never forget uh, Joanne said well why don't you go and I, I had the money I had the time I, it, it was right there. It was right in my face. And I said, well, I'm going to be alone. I'm going to be by myself. She said, so what? you going to meet people? You better go if you get this opportunity. And so I made that decision. And I made plans to go. Um, and you know what? I could have canceled because I had caught COVID during that time. This was like right on the end of the COVID. 
And I was and I called. I was like, "Oh wow!" Because you know you had to have COVID tests go over there. They weren't playing. And uh, so I, but I still, after I got well, I still could, I still proceeded and made those plans. And I went. Now I always consider myself as a baby. I, I just I, I I don't know why. I think I underestimated what I can do. I think I underestimated the kind of woman that I really was. And being in the, in the, in a marriage that you know he he dishonored our marriage, and you know I was basically building myself up from that and healing from that, and so this was a whole new thing for me of being single. It was whole, it's all new, and so just getting my footing, and you know you're getting grounded, and you're trying to figure out who am I and where, what am I gonna do, and who, you know, it, it just, it's just so overwhelming, and the whole dating scene is so different now, and I haven't been single in years, and so this whole thing was different, and definitely I have never even thought about traveling alone. That was something that was not in my in my blissful list or on my blissful list. It was never that. And so there I am getting off the plane to Hawaii. And I must share this with you that I wanted to do jumping jacks. Why jumping jacks? I don't know. I wanted to jump up. I wanted to scream because Hawaii is a place I always wanted to go. It was so beautiful and the air just felt different. The air. I'm looking at the beautiful plants. Even at the airport, it was like this is beautiful. And I'm standing in the line, and all these people, and I'm just so full of joy. And I had to, I had to refrain. They probably thought I was crazy, and I wasn't bold enough yet to to be able to say, "Yes, I'm in Hawaii," and that's probably what I should have did. Yes, yes, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. But of course, I didn't do that. So I just stood there. I was talking to some people in line. I just wanted to do some jumping jacks. I wanted to jump up and down. I was just so happy. And so I said that to say that was a challenge before me to step boldly. And I was by myself. I was by myself. And during that time, I hiked the volcano. I met people. Um, it was beautiful. And yeah, I, you know, but sometimes it was just like, you know, uh, you know, I had my dinner out and, and listening to the music and things like that. But I just got, I embraced it. I embraced it. And it was just, it was beautiful. And, and I, I just so, I'm so glad that I did that. And I'm glad that I proved to myself that I could do it, that I could travel alone. I could travel by myself. And I think that that's, that was just a big challenge. Um, that I never knew that I had to face. I never knew that was something that was in the plan for me. And so I said all that to say is that being alone is not always a bad thing. You you know, being alone is not always a bad thing. And so even in doing this Valentine's Day, I would challenge you just to be that love, to, to really sit in that being alone, and think about things that you can do to add quality to your life, okay? Um, also, I want you to know that um, we talked about being lonely. Uh, relationships don't solve self-esteem issues. 
And so, so in order for you to be happy single, we have to work on our self-esteem issues. And we can't think just because we have a significant other in our lives that, oh, I'm going to feel real good about myself then. I'm going to feel great. I'm going to feel good. That's not the case. Your self-esteem is your self-esteem. It has nothing to do with someone else. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. My my last, my marriage, I did want those confirmations. I want that uh, you're beautiful. I want, I love you. I wanted to hear that. And that is one of my love languages, I believe, is that I need those words of affirmation. I want to hear them. But I cannot depend on that to uh, validate me. I can't depend on that. And that's where that emotional dependency comes in. And I think sometimes that's what we want in that relationship. And that's why we can't be happily single because we're looking for someone to validate us at all times. They have to be there. They have to uh, They have to validate if we look good, if we are good, if they love us. It has to be constant. And so this is a time, I think, that we can just go inside and really pull out and really work on that positive self-esteem. And I must say, that's work. Because sometimes in social media and even on TV, those images might not be looking like you. And they might just be the opposite. You know, um, I know a lot of our African-American women, us, you know, we don't see those images like like we, you know, they look like us, you know. And so, you know, it. what do you do? What you do, you remember. I have it here on my wall, Psalms 139.14. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And that's what scripture comes in. That's why that's important. God said he knew you before you was born. He knew you before you was born. Every string on your hair, he knows. And so he made you into this masterpiece. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And so sometimes that takes a time to really get into your soul, to get into your spirit where you can say, I am wonderful. I am beautiful. I am wonderful. The core of me is wonderful. The core of me. I am okay. I could be standing next to the supermodel of the year and I'm going to still be okay. It's all right. You know, you know what? I, I read this before. Um, I'm I'm not for for everybody, but I'm for somebody. I'm not for everybody. I'm not beautiful for everybody, but I'm beautiful to somebody. And so I want you to think about that as you when you're single, to work on you, to be happy, to be you, to be happy where you are right now, to be happy where you are now. We gonna always improve ourselves. We're going to make sure we're healthy. We're going to say we're taking care of ourselves. We're going to do that. But for the most part, being happy and being being happy being you and knowing that God made you, it's a masterpiece. You're a masterpiece. And so we know what masterpieces are. There's no one like, no, there's not two masterpieces that look alike. You are unique in your own right. You are unique. God made you uniquely. So we got to really work with that. 
because there's a lot of um, damage that our self-esteem has been through. If you've been in a relationship that the person walked away from you or uh, made you feel less than um, in those things. So those things are scars that we carry. And so we have to really work on healing those scars. It might the little the little scar might still be there, but when it's healed and we look at it that scar and we say, "Okay, I remember when I used to think of myself like that, but I don't anymore." Okay? We have to really know too that we can't go on other people's opinion of us. And that's also part of that self-esteem, going on someone's opinion of us. Now, when when I had to really go through that, because when my husband walked away, I was like, wow, what did I do? I'm not good enough, you know, to just walk away and, and, and like I'm nobody. And, and that was really um, very difficult. And I was taking on his opinion of me, thinking that I'm not worthy, that I'm not worth anything because he just left. He just didn't want the marriage. So you, we can't go on another person's thoughts about us. It has to be what we think about us. And we already know what God thinks about us because people change their mind. People are fickle. People, Some people don't know what they want either. And so we can't put all our trust in someone's opinion of us. And someone can't tell you of who you are. You know who you are. You are God's child. You are a child of the most high God. And you are enough no matter what. You are not for everybody. But you're for somebody. So you're not for everybody. Think about that. Also, I want to tell you about uh, filling yourself up. And so by that, I mean you're going to fill yourself up with scripture. You're going to fill yourself up with your purpose. Whatever your purpose is to live happily single. You have to fill yourself. I heard about this a couple of days ago, and it's about young women who are actually bragging on body counts. And when they're bragging on body counts, they're saying, oh, I slept with 50 men. I slept with 80 men. You know, some young women are doing this. And so they're bragging about how many men they slept with. I was just like very surprised. I did not know this was going on. And I did never thought that a woman would want to publicly talk about that like that. And the first thing, of course, when I, I was surprised first. And then second, I was saying they're trying to fill themselves up. They're looking for something. And, and that's what happens, I think. When you're single and you settle or you feel lonely and you want to just get out there and you want someone or anyone. And so you just sleep with someone. And so that's that temporary fulfillment. Then it's gone. Then you go to the next birth. Temporary fulfillment. Then it's gone. You're filling yourself up the wrong way. And so I encourage you. I know that it sometimes gets hard when you're single because the world is basically centered around couples and relationships you look at it on tv all day long you see it everywhere you go and so if you're single you if you're not 
if you're not strong into who you are, it can make you feel bad. I remember I was being the third wheel sometime. So, but I had to be like, okay, it's all right. I will be okay. You know, I'm going to fight through this because it's just a temporary season for me. But you're filling yourself up. These young ladies was filling themselves up, just going from man to man. And then bragging about that as it is a badge of honor. And, and that is just not, it's not healthy. It's not physically healthy, but it's also not mentally healthy. Because when you think about it, and um, I heard this uh, from Juanita Bynum, Bynum uh, and she was talking about no more sheets. And if you get a chance, look that up on YouTube and look at her sermon. Every man that you do sleep with, you are taking in some parts of his spirit. And so if you got all these these sexual partners, you got these spirits in you. I really do believe that. You I think that for a woman, we have to be very careful of who we allow to give ourselves to. This is not a toy and this is not a a roller coaster, something you ride on. This is not something like that. This is a body, a temple, a temple that God gave us. Our bodies are temples and they're sacred, you know, and they're beautiful. And so we need to take care of them. And whoever enters our body, we want to make sure that it's something meaningful. And it's something that, uh, it, it, it meaningful, it means something, okay? Um, and that it's coming from a different, it's coming from a healthy place. It's not just a quick fulfillment. And I believe maybe those women, women are thinking about uh, this quick fulfillment. They're looking for fulfillment, and, and they that's why they're just going from one person to another. Okay, so I encourage you during this single season uh, to be happily single is that you be very um, intentional about who what are you filling your body up with you want to fill your body up with like i said scripture you want to take care of you and fill it up with uh nurturing things that can help you with your self-esteem that can help you grow personal development you know to help you be the person that god created you to be and so that's an intentional journey and and that's the only way that we can grow you know, um, and so I just pray for those young ladies who just feel like they could just break on these body counts. 50 men and they're in their 20s, you know, 20s, maybe 30s, 80 men. That's, oh, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, think about that. Filling yourself up with things that are meaningful, that will help you, that will help your spirit, that will help you. Uh, to transform you into the woman that God created you to be. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. We know that sex will not bring you fulfillment. We also know that finding yourself. And I think I kind of alluded to that a little bit when I talked about uh, when I went on my trip. Find out who you are. Now, you know what? I know we hear about that a lot. Find yourself. Find who you are. Who are you? Who are you? But really think about that. A lot of us don't know who we are. We don't know what we want. If you ask somebody what they want, I want a lot of money. I want a, a BMW. I want a Mercedes Benz. I want it. That's what they think. What do you want for your life? 
This is the time that you can examine that. This is the time that you can think about that. This is the time you can plan that. You can write it down. You can really start doing some soul searching in what you want to do. And then you got a list. Cross off that list one, one, one at a time. One at a time. And that's exactly what I did. That list. It was never on my list about traveling alone, but Hawaii was. And so I crossed that off the list. I also was able to write my first book, Standing Inside Myself, A Journey of Self-Love, Wisdom, Power, and Purpose. And I crossed that off my list, okay? So yeah, think about things that you want to do. Who are you? What do you want? And sometimes that's going to take you to be quiet. That's going to take you to sit there maybe and really think. And turn the TV off and put that phone on mute. And just sit there and meditate. Or sit there and pray and ask God, show me God, what is it that you want me to do during this season in my life? What is it that I should be doing? And you know what? If you are intentional and you are serious and you're consistent, your answer will come. It will come. Okay? So think about that. All right. And so what else do we have here? We're going to work on our purpose, on what is for you. You go to work on your purpose. What is it that you do? What are your gifts? What gifts can you share with the world? What are those? If you don't know them, I would suggest you pray about it. You, they're right in front of your face. You just don't realize it. We all have gifts, things that we do very well, or things that we're passionate about. Those are things that were, um, that were actually created in us for those being the gifts that God gave us. So we all have gifts. So whatever those gifts are, in order to be happily single, yeah, go ahead and soar with them gifts, girl. Go ahead and do your thing. It could be knitting. knitting. I don't care. It could be painting. Whatever it is, you can make it. You can do something in the world with those gifts by working your purpose. And um, let's see. I have some other ones here, too. Okay, I do have another uh, scripture for you, and I want to share with you. Um, now, actually, this is a quote I want to share with you, and it says, Never let anyone make you feel like you are an option or second choice. Who's that? Because the man God has for you will make you feel like you are the only girl in the world. The man God has for you won't leave you confused or wondering where you stand with him. He will do anything to be with you. And isn't that, that's motivating and promising. That, those, that type of love is still alive. That type of love is still alive. You're not for everybody, but you're for someone. And he is going to make you feel like you're the only girl in the world. He is going to not make you confused or you're not going to feel like you're an option. You know, or an option or something like that. I'm telling you, I refuse to be an option. And when I felt that I was on hold or a second choice, I'm not going to do that. And I don't feel you should too. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And so that's that whole thing about settling and not embracing the singleness right now. 
I think sometimes we want to get out of the sickness right away. I want to get out of this. And so I'm going to settle for the first person who says I'm beautiful. Oh, he said I'm beautiful. He bought me dinner. Oh, okay. He must be the one. It's more than that. It is. And so don't be in such a rush. Really make sure that this person is for you. You're not an option. You're not second choice. You're not. And, and that God is, he, and that he told you. In some kind of way, you done got a message from him that this is the one. This is the person. And then, you know, too, I on my dating, um, on my dating message, you know, the whole thing with courting and, and going out and talking to one another, you know, all of that. It's just, you know, it goes into this whole package. And so, yeah, think about that. Um, here's another one. That I want to share with you. And you know what? I didn't see authors for these. So that's why I'm not saying authors. But listen to this one. Many of, us, uh, many of us claim to want a godly man. However, some of us fail to realize. It's going to be hard to have a God-centered relationship. If we are not practicing a God-centered life. While we were single. And so I think that that is very true. Because we want a God-fearing man. And I'm going to tell you this, some women who want a God-fearing man, they want a God-fearing man because a God-fearing man symbolizes morals, values, you know, he's not out, uh, and we think he's not out cheating and lying and stealing because he has this structure and framework where he uh, believes in God and that, that, that kind of helps him, um, uh, guides his life. And that he was, he's going to treat you like he treats the church. He's going to honor you and respect you. And so we want those things. But that's not just for him. We have to be God-fearing women too. And so we have to bring those things to the table as well. We have to bring our, consistence, our consistency in prayer to the Lord. A loving our neighbor as, as we love ourselves. There's so many different things that we need to do as God-fearing women and not just look at that as for a man. Just, you know, I want this God-fearing man, but we're not walking the walk. And we're talking the talk, but we're not walking the walk. And so if we want that in order for us to be evenly yoked, we want to make sure that we're bringing that, that level of honor to the relationship as well. We want to bring that too. And so I love that quote. I don't know who wrote it. But we want it from him. But we need to work on that too. And that's why we're going to be happily single right now. Because we're going to get in our scripture. We're going to find out more about ourselves. We're going to take that time to be still and silent. Mm. We're going to increase our prayer. We're going to fill ourselves up with personal development. There's so many different personal development books out there. That just, could, just to fill you up with that. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I was, I'm personal development crazy. I'm trying to really make sure that I'm walking the way God created me to be. And to be the best version of myself. And I encourage you to do that as well. Okay. And I think that I have another one for you I want to share with you. It says, the person God has in store for you is just for you. 
You won't have to beg for them for their attention. You won't have to steal them from another person. You won't have to sleep with them to keep them. All you need to do is be still and wait on God. That is so true. I really believe that. The wait might be a little frustrating. I know. We see couples everywhere. Valentine's Day. Oh, maybe you won't get the chocolate or the flowers. But you know what? Go get your own chocolate and flowers if you don't. It's okay. Or buy chocolate and flowers for a neighbor or someone who you know won't be getting those. How about that? So think about that. But God, whoever he has for you, will be with you. You won't have to sleep with him. That's not a requirement. You know, and if he can't wait, then he's not for you. you you're not for everybody. You're for that somebody. And sometimes we just have to wait. But while we're waiting, we're going to live our best life. Right, ladies? While you're waiting, you're going to work on yourself and be the best person person that you could possibly be and you're going to still have that quality of life and so think about that this valentine's day think about that that is what matters god's love is more than a man and a woman god's love is bigger than that and so think about that this valentine's day so i don't know about you but i think i'm gonna go go give you some flowers i'm gonna put them right there on my table some beautiful flowers that i'm gonna give myself and don't forget the challenge that i challenged you for you to dress up as love you're gonna put on love on tuesday february 14th you're gonna walk in love you're going to speak love. People are going to feel love all around you that day. How about that? And how liberating and wonderful that is going to be. And you're going to be feeling so good that you're not going to feel like you're missing anything. It's not like I don't just because I don't have anybody. Oh, I don't have anybody. No, it's not like that. So let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving and stuff. So, okay. So I think that I have covered everything. Um... I think I have. Um, and so that is my message for today. Um, I think um, everybody, a lot of people give a bad reputation for being single. And it's not. It's not. We know that things happen. We know about relationships. Um, I never thought I would be single right now. You know, so I don't know. It's not always... It's not always a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. It's almost like a break. It's okay. It's all right. I think you just need to hang on to it. Um, it's underrated and it's overlooked. I think sometimes with single people. But it's up to you to be you. And be joyful and be glad. I'm telling you. You need to be glistening. Glistening. <laughs> glistening in your singleness. It's okay. It doesn't mean that you don't want anybody. But it just means that you are moving forward in your life and you're trying to just be the best you that you can be. Okay? The best you that you can be. All right. Um, I have here that you're going to take care of your health. We know we want to be healthy and being single. We want to be able to do things, so take care of your health. We know what that means. It means the vitamins. It means eating right. Okay? It means taking, getting enough sleep and enough rest. Okay, we know it means that as well. And so, yeah, think about that. Um, also, um, 
let go of the negative self-talk. So we're going to work on our self-esteem. We're going to work. We got a lot of work to do, ladies. We got a lot of work to do. Okay. Um, we know that uh, we're going to spend time with people who um, treat you well or who support you. I think sometimes we do tolerate some people who not quite in your corner or not quite a positive influence. So now we're going to be very intentional of the people who we're around. We want some of that, the blessings, they get to splash out on, on us. Okay? So we want to have God-fearing people around us who who uh, honor God. Okay? And who is not going to be conversating or directing us in a whole nother way. You know, if we're single, we're trying to work on ourselves. It should be somebody who supports that. And maybe they're doing the same thing. Okay, so think about that. Um, we talked about emotional dependency, and that is looking for that confirmation from other people or from that other person, um, allowing them to dictate who you are and, and relying on them to dictate you who you are. And remember, I told you in that relationship that I really felt not good enough because they walked away. And I, you can't go on the opinion of what someone else says. So when you get into that next relationship, you are so whole that, yeah, you still want those positive affirmations. But it's not something that you have to have and you're thriving on. You can still walk in your wholeness. You can still walk in feeling confident and love and love yourself without depending on that. Okay. So depending on their words and depending on their comments all the time. And so, yeah, that this living uh, happily single, we definitely want to eliminate that emotional dependency on other people to tell us how good we are, how beautiful we are, how smart we are, how intelligent we are. Because in the end, we're working on ourselves anyway. We're working on ourselves. We're getting our bodies together. We're getting our minds together. We're doing those things. And so we don't have to rely on other people. Okay? The only person we're relying on is God. Because people are fickle. They change their mind. They do all kinds of stuff. We don't understand. And we're like, what? What happened? We don't know. Okay? So we have to be able to stand on the truth of the Lord. And we stand on His promises. And He said... Whatever you ask me, I will, I will, you will receive if it's in your will, if it's in my will. And so there you go. We got to trust God in all of this, okay? All right. So I think that is all I have to say to you today. And I hope that this message inspired you in some way that even though it's Valentine's Day, and even if you listen to this in this past Valentine's Day, and if you are single, I want you to walk in love today. It's okay. This is a season you're in and embrace it. Embrace it. Make it wonderful and make it work on making you wonderful or just exuding love to people around you, making a difference in the world in some way, even in a small way. There's so many ways. And so think about that. It's not bad. It's not bad. Single could be really, really liberating. And so I'm hoping that you understand that now. And I'm hoping that you at least try to move forward and be in your best self. 
until that special person comes in your life. And even when that special person comes in your life, you're going to still continue to work on you. It doesn't stop there. You're going to continue working on being your best self and bringing your best self to the table. Before I leave, you know I always want to say a prayer for you. And I, I have to go with the Joel Osteen's prayer. I do. I just think it I, I just love it. And I'm hearing that you are that you love it too. You are blessed, prosperous, redeemed, forgiven, talented, motivated, valuable, free, determined, equipped, empowered, anointed. Accepted and approved. You not average and you not mediocre. You are a child of the most high God and you will become all you was created to be. In Jesus name, amen, amen. I pray that for you. I do. Happy Valentine's Day. I love you. Love yourself. And love's up on somebody today. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye.